This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals begin 2024 tonight here in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. Some good news on the injury front this morning, and Caps insider Tarek El-Bashir will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, January 2nd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Happy New Year, everybody. Coming to you from downtown Pittsburgh this morning as the Capitals are set for the second of four meetings this season with the Penguins. It's the beginning of yet another three games and four-night stretch for Spencer Carberry's team. It is the fifth straight week that the team has played a three and four, but after this week, there won't be another one until the end of February. Let's start out here this morning with a bit of good news. Here's where we stand regarding injuries as the new year begins here in Steel City. Martin Ferravari, after running into the end boards head first on Friday in New York against the Islanders, seemingly good to go for tonight's game with the Pens. He skated full tilt yesterday with John Carlson. Looks like that will be a deep pair tonight. That is much better than what was expected just a couple of days ago. Charlie Lindgren did not skate with the team yesterday prior to departure for Western PA. He's listed as day-to-day with an upper body injury. Neither TJ Oshie nor Sonny Milano skated yesterday. After doing so at the end of last week in non-contact jerseys, Oshie listed as day-to-day. Milano listed as week-to-week. And Max Pacioretty expected to play sometime in the next week as he comes back from a long, painful recovery from an Achilles tear. Here with us on the show this morning, talking about the health of the roster, the impending return of Pacioretty, and a home-heavy schedule for a while after tonight's game in Pittsburgh, my chat from practice yesterday with Monumental Sports Network's Caps insider, Tarek El-Bashir. Well, Tarek, Happy New Year. Got plenty of things to discuss here as the Capitals getting ready to face Pittsburgh. And at some point this week, don't know that it's going to be the Pittsburgh game, but you know you got TNT duty coming up when the Caps come home to see New Jersey. Max Pacioretty's getting close, and got to believe this is going to be the week where we finally see him for the first time. Yeah, it certainly feels like this is going to be the week. Monday's practice, he was rotating in. He's been rotating in for a few days now, but it just seems like he's starting to ramp up his intensity. And Spencer Carberry is typically pretty honest with us in the media and and now he said this next block of games is when he's going to play wouldn't be surprised if it's the game against Carolina his old team yeah I got that coming up at the end of the week something else is we're at practice here prior to going to Pittsburgh Martin Ferravari back and skating and looks good and a lot sooner maybe than we thought when we were on the island and Spencer Carberry was saying for the foreseeable future well I guess it's a good thing the foreseeable future wasn't all that foreseeable it was just right around the corner it looked bad you know when I first saw that injury I was like oh man I hope that wasn't a shoulder or a collarbone or, or something else. And yeah, we all feared the worst. Everyone was expecting that he'd be out for a week or two or, or even longer. You know, I, I bumped into him in the press box the other day and he said I was already feeling better. So yeah, great news because he's been playing very well. You know, last year he had a lot of injury problems and maybe took a small step back, but it was due to health. 
this year he's been mostly healthy and I think he's really starting to kind of grow into that new contract and starting to look like a legit top four guy who's going to be going to continue to add tools to his tool belt there was some encouraging words prior to the last home game about Charlie Lindgren where he may not be out for all that long he's not on the ice as we talk now Hunter Shepard is still here got to believe Hunter's going to get one of these next two in the two and two but the hope is you get Charlie back soon and given the way that he was playing and the wins he was getting for this team for a team that doesn't score a lot of goals hopefully we see him sooner rather than later yeah absolutely it was a little discouraging to not see him on the ice for Monday's practice, but you're right. Again, getting back to Carberry, he's pretty open and honest with you know injury stuff compared to previous regimes, and he said it, it wasn't as bad as initially feared, but you're exactly right. Charlie Lindgren has been the backbone of this team. You could even argue he's been the best player for this team through the first few months of the season. It's absolutely critical that he gets back, but at the same time, you know, you got Hunter Shepard, who has come up and, and won all three of his starts, and you got Darcy Kemper, who has had some ups and downs, but has started trending in the right direction. Maybe you have a little bit of a luxury here to make sure that the injury that, that Lingren is dealing with is totally healed before he comes back so he doesn't have another relapse. Going back to the Nashville game that wrapped up 2023, Ethan Bear making his debut in the game. More than 20 minutes of time on ice. Got some shots on net. Blocked some shots. I liked what I saw out of him. He hit the post. I mean, he almost scored a goal in his first game. 20 minutes for a guy who hasn't played since last season. He certainly was thrown right into the fire and I thought we saw exactly the things that he how he was described to us when he was acquired his first pass is quick off his stick and it's right under the forwards tape he doesn't overthink things he doesn't dust the puck off he moves it up really quickly and he's got great wheels you know he's not afraid to jump up in the play and defensemen who typically play that kind of on their toes and you know getting into the play they're able to do it because they're good skaters they can get back you know they can go all the way into the offensive corner to try to keep a puck alive because they're not afraid of getting burned on the back check because they can actually get back into position and so he's got wheels you know he's a young defenseman that the coaching staff here feels has some offensive upside some untapped offensive upside now look he's not going to be John Carlson right I mean they're not talking about 15 goals and and 30 assists but they feel like he's a guy that can definitely score a little bit more than he has in the past and can definitely contribute more at the offensive end on the subject of offense as we get here to the new year the Capitals did get a couple of five on five goals in the Nashville game but it was all they got and now four in a row without a win four in a row where it's two or fewer and needing to find more goals it is not optional you're getting to the midway point of the season here there are some encouraging things that could fuel that I want to ask you about Alex Ovechkin first of all should have had two goals in our opinion he had one the shots were starting to fall if those things start to fall through the month of January with this pretty tough schedule coming up obviously that would go a long way to start getting some bigger numbers on the board yeah I, I hope someone with the coaching staff says Alex in our mind that was a two goal game for you you definitely got screwed out of one by the NHL there I mean look I, I'm not a guy who typically goes after calls or referees because I feel like over the course of an 82 game schedule it evens out that was a bad call that should have been a goal Ovi should have had a two goal game there that said I, I thought that was one of his better games offensively but at the the crux of the, the problems for this team in trying to come back and trying to win games and maintain their spot in the standings is that 5-1-5 scoring. And Spencer Carberry did not mince words the other day. He said, if we are going to be a quality team in this league, we have to score consistently at 5-1-5. If you peel back the layers, you look at the, the analytics of what's going on here, there are two things that jump out to me. And it's number one, they're not generating enough on the, in, in the inner slot and from the slot. They have to get more shots inside the house. And number two, they got to stop missing the net. This team misses the net with the best of them. I mean, 
I want to say they're bottom third in terms of missed shots from anywhere on the ice, but especially from the house. They occasionally do get the puck. They actually do a decent job of getting the puck in the slot. The problem is they miss the net. They have to get more, just more shots off of goalies. I mean, all you got to do is hit the goalie in the shoulder or in the pad or in the blocker. Maybe it's not, you know, the best angle, but just make it explode off a pad and then go hunt that rebound. They also aren't very good at getting the rebounds either. So when you look at the five on five scoring woes, there are a lot of things going wrong. They need some guys to step up and kind of get back to their previous levels, but they've got to start doing more inside the house. Last one for you, the schedule after Pittsburgh is going to be very home heavy for the next couple of weeks. That's a good thing. Seven of eight will be here. They did a good job of having all those home games in October, and they kind of ran out to the record that they did. But you are also going to see a lot of really good hockey teams coming through here. There's not a softie in a bunch in the next eight, and you got to be able to find wins. So taking advantage of playing at home, not playing all of these back-to-backs. There's only one until you get later in January, right before the All-Star break get more consistency, but also kind of get in a rhythm a little bit where you're not traveling, not doing all this crazy stuff, and you got to turn it into victories. Uh, Two things that are encouraging, the Caps have been very good at home this year, and they also typically raise their game against teams that are ahead of them in the standings. It's not just this year's team. It's been teams in the past 10 years with this this Capitals group. They just seem to get up for those big opponents. So you hope that they can they can turn this uh, turn this in their favor and take care of business here at home. And they're loitering right around the periphery of, of the playoff race. If they can still be in the hunt come February, this team is going to be in good position going down the stretch. I'll be watching for you here on TNT when we come back home for the game against the Devils. T, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Anytime, John. The next two games will be national TV only, so no Joe and Craig on Monumental tonight in Pittsburgh or tomorrow at home against New Jersey. So stick with us on the radio side. Turn down the sound. Up first, the Caps and Pens tonight at 7.30 Eastern. The TV is on ESPN Plus in Hulu. 7.15 airtime with us on 106.7 A Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free everywhere at Caps Radio 247. Have a great game day Tuesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.